If you enjoy listening to inspirational stories from people just like us, facing the fear and doing it anyway, then you're in the right place. My name is Claire Hill and this is the No Rest for the Vivid podcast. Welcome to the No Rest for the Vivid podcast. Uh, Today is the second episode of the Warrior Wednesday series featuring the amazing Vivi Club members. And today I have Colette from Bella and Bear Keepsakes. That's the name, isn't it? Do you know, I always it remember is, yes. Bear and I was like, is it Keepsakes? Yes, it is. <laughs> Initially <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> um, so yeah, I have Colette here. Uh, welcome Colette to the podcast. Um, would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, I am Colette. I am the owner, founder, everything of Bella and Bear Keepsakes. And I make memory bears, memory quilts, blankets, cushions, all things memory from baby clothing and clothing from a lost loved one or school uniforms or just any fabric really. Me. (laughs) How did you get into it? Can you remember the first time that you, I think for everybody you have this like moment when you fall in love with an idea that just lands into your head. Do you remember that moment with the business? Yeah it it was kind of a very accidental business. So my eldest son outgrew his baby clothing and they all went in the loft and then we moved house and I brought them all back down. And I was like, this is ridiculous. I can't just keep moving them house because it's never going to fit them again. Yeah. Um. So I ended up making a bear out of them. And then this was like back in early 2016 and posted a picture on Facebook as you did and Next thing you know, I was making some for friends and it kind of just carried on. And then, yeah, it suddenly became a business without really planning to be a business. <laughs> wow. And have you yeah. always sewed? Yes. Yeah, I have sewn since I was a child. Um, yeah, then done it at GCSE. Was told I'd never get a grade with that for a GCSE. I was making a rag doll and my tutor told me I had no hope, I would fail, wouldn't get anywhere um, if I stuck with that as my project. And I was just a bit like, no, I want to make a rag doll. So I made the rag doll and I got an A grade. <laughs> so, Not a very nice teacher. No, but it was a nice up yours to him. <laughs> Thanks for the support, mate. <laughs> oh my God. So you've always had that like passion for sewing and creating things. Yeah, I've always been very artistic at school. Probably art and design and then product design were the only things that would have any like of my attention at all. And that's all I was interested in. And then went to college and started art and design. And then I met my husband and quit art and design and got a job because I wanted to buy a house with him instead. <laughs> so, yeah. quite a while then. Yeah, I've known him since I was a teenager. Oh, Yeah, my best friend at school is his cousin, so that's how I met him. So, yeah, I feel like I've known him. Well, I've known him half my, night, half my life now. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love it. So tell me about what are you working on in the business now? What's the next big dream? Um, at the minute, it is expanding a little bit. I would like to expand into having some more, I suppose, like your baby keepsakes a lot more of so like your baby journals and the things you tend to buy for somebody that's just had a baby 
mm. to having some of them on the shelf and having some uh, kind of few product ranges I've seen some bits that I'm looking at potentially adding um and then I'd quite like to work on my kits and maybe just maybe teaching <laughs> I say maybe like that Claire I don't get it <laughs> it depends how much I'm gonna um come and cry to you about it <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do it it's it's having that confidence to say I know I'm confident in my skill to do it myself and I know I'm good at what I do but it's teaching somebody else how to do what I do is that do you yeah. need to be confident I feel I need to be confident to teach somebody yeah do you though I've met a lot of teachers <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I've, I've met a lot of teachers that were definitely not confident definitely they were stuck in front of a room of teenagers yeah I suppose there is that <laughs> it's that we've spoken about this in the inside the Viva Club it's like you know you're never going to feel ready to teach in front of people no there's some days where I'm like am I really gonna am I gonna teach people this you know and have I got? Can I really coach somebody one to one and make more money? And I just you have to sort of hold that belief, like you believe that you can teach, yeah, without being confident. You might not. The confidence grows. Yeah, definitely. I completely agree with that. Um, yeah, it's just it's taking that big step forward. I think it's so far out of my comfort zone for what I'd kind of thought about, and now it's kind of come, and I'm like, oh, actually, yeah, that can work, and. I know I'm good enough that I can show somebody else that, but it's having the confidence to, I don't know. I feel like I'm contradicting what I'm saying. Yeah, well, that's good <laughs> because that's the paradox, isn't it? That's yeah. You're, you're seeing, you're, you've just said you can, you believe that you can do it. You know you can do it. You know you're good enough to teach somebody else. But what it's that element of doubt behind me. Yeah. It's that but... imposter syndrome, isn't it? Yeah, but that's never going to go away, babe. No. That never goes away and I know we spoke we had a session yesterday inside the Vivi Club and we had the group session and I really pushed you on these dreams this is why you know I know what this idea is um but I've really pushed myself yesterday in trying to plan because I've got Project Worry Boss come in and all of that and I'm putting myself into uncomfortable positions and I feel scared but I'm excited at exactly the same time so yeah. there's a couple of paradoxes here where you can and it's our it's our privilege as small business owners, though we're not small businesses, but as business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, to go, I can hold this fear and know it's there at exactly the same time as feeling excited about the what ifs. Yeah. And I and as you saying, like you can believe you can do it at exactly the same time as not having the confidence. And yeah. it doesn't mean that they can't that the confidence has to disappear for the belief to come. You just have to go forward with both bits. And this is what I was yeah. saying to you yesterday. You can't think too far ahead. All you have to do is go, right, did, you did a story though, didn't you? Did you yeah, I did. Yeah. Story yesterday. And what have people yeah, I've done it straight away. I've done my 1% factor. Oh. So, yeah, it's out there. And there was quite a lot of people responded because I said about do you know that I offer a kit which will teach you how to make a cushion yourself um and a lot of people are like no I didn't realize and I was like oh maybe I need to talk about that a bit more um and then following on from that 
a lot of the people I kind of put a next poll which was would you be interested in me teaching you how to make that kit so obviously then I can walk you for it step by step you can ask any questions um, any tips and everything or would a kit be enough and a lot of people have said they would prefer a lesson over the kit wow so that's um really positive so it's positive but scary <laughs> yep and that's okay there's not there's none of this process that isn't going to be scary yeah but in say if you get it up and running like we've got the meetup in two weeks yeah cannot wait that, the energy surge from that you're going to be you're going to feel much more confident anyway and you yeah. just you say right i need to plan it i'm going to launch a pre because this is the thing when we think well what have i got to do it's so it becomes so simple as in I am just going to have a trial. I just yeah. want people to understand I'm learning at this. Would you like to come and support me in my business? Do something new, but also you're going to learn to do something yeah. new. It's not going to be polished, but that's because it's going to be a reduced rate. And like we said, there's different things. And it doesn't have to be the big, I know yesterday we were talking about the big blanket. It can be something smaller, like an online, like exactly like you've done for the kit. Yeah, well, that's what I was thinking. I could kind of base it off of the kit and the yeah. kit itself could be part of the lesson as well. So you get the kit and then the lesson to go with it as well. Yeah. Um, so I'm near enough teaching what's already in the instructions. Yeah. Um, so then they've got that written down. And then I was also thinking, like we discussed yesterday, over doing it a three-month period. Maybe I'll just do it a three-week period because I'm impatient. And if yeah. I'm making something, I want to do it. And... I think a lot of other people would. I don't think people would want to then wait a month before no, moving not on. not with to a cushion. Kit. Yeah, or even a blanket. I. Oh really? I so That's yeah. Brilliant, though. But Colette, see what you've done. Now you've got that idea, and you're morphing it and changing it. It was just about we looked at some, you know, like the blanket, but also it's not as scary to charge as much. It's going to be easier for people to yeah. access. But you can say, right, the kit's ready to go. So you don't have to even think about that. Yeah. All we have to do is buy people like an upgrade for the live online lesson that you're going to give them. Yeah, definitely. So it's um, it's there. No, it sounds no. like it's happening. Yeah, I think it's going to happen. <laughs> We're saying it on a podcast interview now, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. If it doesn't, sorry guys. <laughs> but so, what what's going to stop you from doing it? It'll be the imposter syndrome. If anything, that'll be it. That'll be what will stop me. And I think that's what stops with a, a lot of things, or it used to be. Um, yeah, I'm learning to that's that's a little bit. You can't, let, you can't let that imposter syndrome have the power anymore. No. Best friend, just listen to it, because it will put, point out things that can make it even better. This is the point where you're like, oh, I've got to really make friends with that imposter syndrome, because it's showing me ways that I can make this really, really amazing. Yeah. So listen to that, but don't let it stop you. Yeah, no, I think my imposter syndrome is the person that puts me in that little box. And yeah, I'm kicking her out of the way now and breaking the box down, plank at a time. <laughs> I love that. So you've been a member of the Vivid Club um, just over a year. If we, yeah. I mean, how much of a break? Because you came and then you went, didn't you? But how much of a break was that? I think, I think it was three or four months. Mm. It was. Because I kind of came, I think I was there for, was it two months? Mm. Um, and then went, because the timing just wasn't 
right for me personally. Um, I wasn't in the right headspace at the time to really even consider the business at that point. Um, and then I kind of came back and we um done our little psychic thing and <laughs> we're yeah. both thinking about it and he landed in my inbox. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, yeah, that year I think it was about three months. I was three, four months. I was away. Um, I think I was just having a little pity party for myself at that point. Um, no. But I needed to have that pity party. Yep. If not, I wouldn't be where I am today. Yeah, exactly. What do you love? I'm guessing you love the Vivi Club. I'm just... I do love the Vivi Club. <laughs> I do. <laughs> um, what do you love about it? What does it? How does it help you to run your business? Um, I think the biggest thing that I've taken away from it has given me some confidence. And it's the community and, like, all the girls in the Vivi Club are amazing. Like, I absolutely love all of them. And it's nice, though, because especially now, like, we've got the WhatsApp group and everything. I know I can send a message in there and somebody's going to reply and go, yeah, that's a brilliant idea or someone, I'm really sorry you're feeling shit. Mm. And I've just got them, they've got my back. And it's nice to have that because I don't think I've ever really had that other than my husband. I don't feel I've ever really had somebody who's really got my back. And I think that is really what the Vivid Club's given me. Mm. I love that. yeah I love thanks it. <laughs> well no it's just it's just um it's I was talking you know all these episodes it's just um even though I I hear it but that the vision of what I wanted the Vivi Club to be is it and it does I think you know uh, you know that I'm not going to grow it beyond 100 members I want it to stay yeah. small because I want it to be the best and I think the magic would be lost if we had thousands of members. Yeah, I completely agree. I think that's the nice thing with the Vivid Club because it's not so big. I know who everybody is. And like when Kirsty joined, she was like, who is everyone? And I was like, okay, well, this is this person. This is her business. And she does this and she does this. And she was like, all right, okay. So I actually know now. And she could then go through like everyone's social medias and make sure she was following everyone. But if there was thousands of people... I think we'd end up with like separate little groups. Yeah, yeah. Rather than I love the fact that you've brought people in. You're like the best person to bring. You brought in three people. Um, and how did you sell it to them to join? Um, or was it that they were saying, oh, I fit? What were they saying to you for you to go, oh? I don't really know, actually. <laughs> um, I honestly don't know. So I kind of, like Hannah, I kind of spoke to her about it when she started her business. She'd like just gone self-employed and I said, I've done this. I said, it's the best thing I've done. Um, and Kirsty and Joe, I don't really know. They just, I think they were friends anyway. And maybe I've spoken about it. And I definitely didn't, I never went on a selling mission. <laughs> they just kind of, they must have just heard me speak about it. Amazing. No, I'm glad they've joined. But it's like they've always been. I love it when people join because then all of a sudden it's like they've always been there. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, there's none of that, oh, she's the new girl. No, no. You don't get that at all. No. And you don't feel like that either. You never feel just like the newbie. Well, I never felt like the newbie. Yeah, everyone's proper welcoming, aren't they? So we've got our meet-up yeah. in two weeks. How are you feeling about that? I can't wait. I cannot wait. I'm a little bit nervous. 
because it's the first time I've been away from my kids like ever. Um, wow, is it? Yeah, like we've never had, I've never had the opportunity for somebody to have them overnight or anything for me. And uh, yeah, obviously my husband's been away from when he was in the forces and he would have left them, but it was always me at home. And then, um, yeah, never had that opportunity. So I'm a little bit like, oh God, I've got to leave them. But yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> it'll it will be, be good. fine. The thing is, is you be, it's so some it's like a immersive situation because you're like, I am a business owner, I am a CEO, and you sort of dive into it. And because you don't have to have a break, because we've got the meet up over two days, yeah, not having that break to get back into normal life to then get back into it. So your energy is just so aligned because you're like, oh, I'm just so focused on, you know, what the hell am I doing here? And yes. you know, it's you've invested your time your money into coming for two days it's a big deal um so you don't you, you go all in then in your mind and your energy you know what I mean yeah and to be honest I think it's probably the first time I've ever done anything like this for myself or for the business like ever mm-hmm. and yeah like, I, like this time last year I would have never have thought oh, I'll go and do all of this and now I'm like yeah because it's going to benefit me so I'm going <laughs> yeah I'm very excited I cannot wait yeah it's gonna be it's just too excited it's literally I can't too wait <laughs> more excited about it than I was my own wedding like literally <laughs> so excited so um everybody that comes on the podcast asking the same question what would you tell yourself 10 years ago that you know now that you wish you knew then um, 10 years ago I don't actually know probably I think 10 years ago I just started my degree um which I never finished but that was in mental health um I wouldn't have wasted my time with it I would have pursued that like passion for sewing and art and stuff instead because I quit all of that to have a job um and now I'm like yeah look where I've come now especially after like that teacher saying no you can't do anything with sewing I'm like, now I'll run a business off of it thanks yeah <laughs> so yeah. kind of stick with it go with your dreams yeah you see this is you've got to listen to that back now yeah I'm gonna to have to record it and play it to myself <laughs> oh, I'm not quitting now I've put too much into this <laughs> no you're definitely not quitting can't quit <laughs> definitely not um but no what I'm I'm really excited for the next stage for you Colette because there's definitely a lot of magic in you and your business and it's it's about time that you know stop playing small and you deserve it and all of those dreams and the things that you feel like are out of your reach they're not especially with you know being part of the Vivi Club and and showing seeing what other people have done that is possible you know everybody has that um idea that they can't get past a certain level yeah Um, but you know in your heart that you can't make that enough bears to get to your goal so you've got to you've got to add in an extra and the fact that people have said they want it now yeah that's um I kind of put it out and then I got that first photo and I was like oh shit But doesn't that help with those one percent factors that hold you? Yeah, it does. It does. That's why I done it straight away because I was like, I'm just going to sit and stew on it. So I was like, just do it, just do it. Then it's done, and it's out there and it's in the world. Then it is. So I think if I sit and procrastinate about it, I am um, overthink, and then 
I make excuses for myself and I can't sit and overthink on things. I just need to act. I need to be impulsive with it. Yes. Yes. Watch this space. So where can everyone find you, my love? Um, so I am on all the social medias, uh, Bella and Bear Keepsakes. Um, then I've got my own website, which is bellaandbearkeepsakes.com as well. Thank you so much for coming on, babe. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I, I honestly really appreciate what you say about the Vivi Club. It um, it uh, fills me up, fills me cup up. Yeah, well, you've created something um, rather wonderful. Thanks. I was just trying to work on receiving stuff like that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my love, have a lush day. I'll speak to you later. I will do. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the No Rest for the Vivid podcast. Written, produced and hosted by Claire Hill. And music has been composed by my brother, Bill Vidler.